Hey, hey, hi, this is Fanny Dunnigan. You are tuning in to my weekly live show coming to you from LinkedIn as well as Facebook. And my name is Fanny Dunnigan, and this show is all around featuring different experts and content creators who lead with their heart. And uh, this week is part of my creativity and business series, and I'm going to be featuring an amazing artist. So I can't wait for you guys to meet her, and I'm super excited to start the show. So let's see who's tuning in this week. Hey, Chandra, welcome. Always great to see you in here. Uh, we have Abigail. Hi, Abigail. Welcome. Welcome. I think I saw you on the Who You Know show, right? <laughs> Shout out to Trevor Houston, Mark Elder, and Foster Williams for their Who You Know job networking show every Wednesday at 3. If you are a job seeker, you definitely want to tune into that show. Um, it doesn't show her name, but it's Jennifer Beats from Winnipeg, Canada. Oh, so good to see you here, Jennifer. Mark Reynolds had to miss last week. Oh, I'm so glad you can come back. Thanks for tuning in, Mark. I think you'll find this episode super interesting. Speaking of who you know, Trevor Houston in the house. <laughs> Hey, Trevor, good to see you there. Everyone, as I said, please tune in to the Who You Know show every Wednesday at 3. Kathy, welcome from Plano. Rose, welcome, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. G is here. Oh, G, you're, you're a wealth of energy and passion. Always great to see you on. Welcome, welcome. And uh, so yes, I want you to take this opportunity to network in the comments, meet each other, introduce yourself to each other, let each other know what you do, your expertise. If you're looking for a job, share with people what kind of roles you're looking for. If you want to share your services, let people know what your services are and just network and share about what's interesting to you and um, collaborate and connect with each other. Everyone here that I already saw and introduced are amazing people, so you'll definitely want to meet them. Okay. Sorry, my allergies are crazy in Texas. <laughs> my eyes are watering. <laughs> so excuse me. Uh, so yes, as I do every week, I have a content tip of the week for you. And this week is all around the importance of values. And I'm going to play you a clip from my content tip of the week. So here we go. Today's content tip of the week is all about the importance of values. What are your core values? What do you find important? What is meaningful to you? As you create content and talk about what you know and advice and tips around your industry, it's also important to tell people and share with people who you are. So what do you value? For me, I value connection, community, collaboration, honesty, empathy, creativity, trust. These are all important things to me. These are things that I strive to live for and live by. So whenever I can, I weave those words into my content and tie it into things that I'm creating and talking about. So as you go forth in your content creation journey, think about what your values are. As you can see here, I have a whole list and you can find all kinds of lists out there if you Google list of values. And pick five, at the very least, of core values that you want to live your life by and weave those things into your content. That way you give a glimpse to the audience of exactly who you are and the things that are important to you. After all, it's not always what we know that connects us to people, it's who we are that connects us to people. So that's my content tip of the week. Go forth and create. So this week's content tip of the week is brought to you by Out There Branding and Roy Kowalski. 
And as you can see, I am using the screen that he provided. On one side is the screen screen. And on the other side is my logo and branding and colors. So it makes for a really flexible product for you to create your videos on and a very versatile background. So reach out to Roy Kowarski at Out There Branding. <laughs> yeah, so you can see there, that's the screen. It is so flexible and um, I just love using it. So if you are looking for a versatile background, definitely connect with Roy Kowarski and uh, let's get started. So I've, I am so fascinated by creativity. I think it's something that's so unique, so special, hard to replicate, and it is so individualized to each person and to each artist. And I've always been fascinated by it. And I really wanted to talk to a variety of artists and creative entrepreneurs to hear what their journey was and how it led them to doing something creative as their profession. And today's guest is a watercolor illustrator and animation artist. She does all those cool gifts that you see all over Instagram and a variety of feeds. So please join me in welcoming Volta Volushin-Smith to the show. Hey, Volta. Hi, Fanny. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, look at like even your background is beautiful <laughs> and just it just makes me happy. Uh, Thank you so much. You're welcome. I first met you through Lila yes, at Lila one of Smith. the yes, at one of Lila Smith's workshop. Uh, I saw Gabriel in the comments. So Gabriel, you'll have to help me tag Lila into this feed. But uh, Lila introduced us and you, I still remember you had a picture of an avocado watercolor yes. and I loved it. It was so, everything you create has such joy and happiness about it. And um, it's very obvious even from, from the background on your wall. And I've been following you on Instagram and I just love your work. And as you can see everyone, this watercolor background, Volta created that for me. I hired her to do that. And it's just, every time I see it, it just makes me happy. And uh, I want to, I want to hear more from you. I'm going to just share real quick, right beside us, your Instagram feed here. Um, but tell me a little bit about yourself and tell, tell the audience how you got into creating watercolors and animations and gifts. Absolutely, what yeah. Fanny, thank you so much for all your kind words. I so, so appreciate it. Um, let's see how I got started. So I wasn't always pursuing art. In fact, I didn't go to art school. I'm self-taught. Um, I kind of wow. followed a more traditional route of going to business school and uh, pursuing you know, an MBA and all those all those more like secure kind of path. Um, and I, I don't regret that at all because it, it definitely prepared me a lot um, as far as, you know, dealing with entrepreneurship <laughs> and, yeah. and all those things. Um, so, um, but eventually I, I just couldn't ignore the call in my heart where I, I knew that I had to come back to art because it, it was still a part of me. I just, I, I had to pursue it. Yeah. Actually, speaking of that, like this, this call in you, right? Because I, I find that even with content creation, there's this call to say something and call to express yourself. How, how does that manifest for you, this, this calling? Yeah, I, um, I just, I don't know. I, I love to see, I love to express myself through watercolor. So I found that medium to be so soothing in a way that it just it just calms you down and it makes you feel so happy and joyous to play with colors. So I think yes. you know when when as far as like talking about the call, I just it came oh, it came down to me for me as far as um, you know starting back on my artist journey is I really enjoyed 
playing with colors. And I wanted to take away all the pressure of like, oh, you have to make perfect art. You have to do this or that, or, you know, you have to uh, even pursue art as an education, you know, have, you know, a diploma or, or, you know, a piece of paper that says, now I'm an artist. Like, I, I didn't want to do any of that because at the heart of it all, it just was a way for me to express myself. Um, and, and watercolors lends itself so well, in my opinion. I'm a little biased, um, but it is just such a nice and approachable medium where you can just open up a palette and start painting. You don't even have oh, to, yes. um, you know, prepare, like, uh, have an apron. There's no mess involved. Like, you don't have to unscrew bottles. You just open up a palette and start painting. And I think it is, like, just... By by removing these extra things that we think that we have to have this in order need to, for perfection. Yes, right? yeah, mm. need for perfection, or even the idea like, well, I have to have the right tools. Um, well, if you let yourself experiment with different things, you know, you could honestly you can make art even with like a pencil or a ballpoint pen. Like it just is a matter of um, feeling having the urge to just kind of release it and find a way to express it in a way that speaks to you. And and I, I, I highly recommend, you know, testing and experimenting with different media because yeah. um, we're all different. You know, some of yeah. us maybe um, love to write. Some of us love to garden. There's so many different ways to be creative. Absolutely. Volta, I'm sorry. I, I hear a little clicking and I think it's the, the mic on your oh. headphones hitting the yes. necklace. So sorry if you don't mind, that. just yes. maybe just tuck your necklace into your yes. your shirt. Yes, sorry about that. <laughs> this is the, this is live, folks. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like it, it definitely. See, Gabriel, <laughs> I love it. Hey, Gabriel, love Volta's watercolor meditation. Yes, absolutely. Oh, in you. your background, Chuck says we all need joy and happiness. Absolutely, especially during these these challenging times right now with, yes. with the pandemic. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, joys contentment with life, no matter what our circumstances and allows anyone who connects with joy to experience life in vibrant ways. Well said, Chuck. Oh, I love that. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, you know, this whole series that I'm starting is creativity and business. So what is your definition of creativity, Volta? Uh, to me, creativity is anything that allows us to express ourselves. So self-expression, um, experimentation. I really believe in just treating whatever we're doing as an experiment because there's just too much pressure, you know, to, to say, oh, it has to be perfect. Yeah. No, let's, let's let go of that and experiment and see, well, if I try this approach, what if, you know, we'll, let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, I, I really believe that creativity is also a muscle that we have to exercise. So the more we do it, the more creative we become. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> creativity is a muscle. I love that thought. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I think um, I, I like to... I like to hear when people say, oh, I'm, I'm not creative, you know, because it, it just gives me an opportunity to, to reassure them that they are. I truly believe that everyone can be creative. Um, again, it's just a matter of maybe unblocking ourselves or trying, you know, a totally different approach to how um, we even, you know, even walk to, walk to work, for example, or um, how we maybe rearrange our furniture that that can be an yeah. act of creativity in itself. And it can like jolt us a little bit and like give us that light, like, you know, like sense of life yeah. because it's different. So um, yeah, I, I just, I'm such a huge believer in creativity. And I just think, I think we, we as humans just have this innate urge to create yes. um, and it's different for all of us. Um, yes. And I think the beautiful part of life is just kind of uncovering what is that way that that I get to be creative. Oh, so true. It's like last week I had uh, Ben Fluno on my yes. creativity series. I love Ben, yeah. Right? Ben uses acrylics, big, huge canvases. And just like you, like, actually, I see a little commonality in that he's like, he doesn't really think too much before he just 
puts the paint on the wall. Um, he just does it and then just lets it take over and, and go from there. And and it's so, it ties in with what you were saying. And, and similarly, Jennifer was saying this idea of letting go of perfectionism yes. and just tapping into creativity. Yes. Um, and, and you I, express it through watercolor. He expressed it through acrylic. My yeah. guest next week is does it through <laughs> infographics. Like I it, love it. I love it. Yes. Yes, indeed. And then Jason was saying different is good. Yes, mm -hmm. Jason. Jason Hopper. Indeed. I, I think there is um, there is a benefit to a routine. Uh, I think it can help us be more efficient in some ways. But at the same time, there's nothing better than to do something spontaneous that can really just like bring that sense of life back. Um, just that joy of trying something new, you know, that new experience. Um, and and I, w I wanted to mention this book, actually, speaking of creativity. Yeah, real quick, actually, Gabriel, I love this quote. You can't use up creativity. The more you use, the more you have. Oh, that's so oh, beautiful. I love yes, it. Yes. Okay, tell us about the book. So this book is called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And it is, it, it's probably my all-time favorite books. It is just so brilliant at helping anyone who feels stuck or uncreative just to kind of rediscover that inner inner sense of being you know like who you are at the core mm -hmm. and i i love the artist's way and and it's not just for artists so even if you say oh i can't draw you don't have to know how to draw to enjoy this book it really is just a tool um to uh, read the book and go through different prompts and kind of help it helps you discover your inner desires you know things mm -hmm. that you may have forgotten as you know you have grown up since you were a kid like all these societal pressures and whatnot and I think what this book does really well is it helps us get back to that inner child mm -hmm. and honoring them and you know letting ourselves play a little bit, like treat yeah. work as play. It doesn't all have to be so serious. You know, there's opportunities where we can like really just infuse a little bit of levity and, and joy in it. So true. I'll tell, yeah. Cause that, that reminds me like way, way back in, in high school, I, I thought I wanted to be an architect, but then I found out that to be an architect, I had to put together or to get into college, I had to put together a whole portfolio of, things to demonstrate I'm creative. And, and that filled me with fear. So yeah. I didn't do that. I ended up going into engineering and because I was like, oh, well, I know math and science. And so the fear of not being creative enough stopped mm. me from pursuing a career in architecture. And I ended up in <laughs> being more right bearing <laughs> and like, <laughs> you know, and, and engineering and math. But uh, yeah, it's true. Like we're not, I guess growing up, we are not always encouraged to mm -hmm. pursue the creative path. Um, but now like it, we, we so crave it. Yes. Don't you think? Yeah. I, and I think it can manifest in so many different ways. So for me, um, I actually picked up this book when I was going to, uh, going to school full time and working full time. So Wow. I just was craving something creative because I was so much in the maths and, you know, the strategy of business and all of that, um, that I, I just remember just doing some prompts that kind of helped me, you know, we, one of the suggestions was like, buy a set of watercolors. Mm. And I just, you know, on a whim, I picked up a set of watercolors from a very wow. random store. It was like TJ Maxx or something where you, wow. know, you don't even go there to buy you shop for art supplies, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And honestly, like picking up that set is what started um, me getting back into my journey as an artist where I rediscovered that passion that I had. And, um, you know, eventually over the years, I decided to pursue this full time. Wow. And just like Patricia says in the comments, creativity is contagious. Absolutely. So if you hadn't, picked up that box of watercolors, then you and I would not be talking right now. 
Probably not, honestly. <laughs> I wouldn't have this background right now. No, no. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, Gabriel has read the book as well. Such oh, a great yes. book. Uh, Debbie. Hey, Debbie. Uh, shout out to Debbie. Debbie helps me a lot as well with um, my content and my videos. Um, love the artist way. There's a workbook that goes with it too. That's oh. right. Mm -hmm. Very cool. It's Gabrielle. a fantastic, fantastic resource. Highly recommended. Gabriel says The War of Art is also another book I mm -hmm. love about creativity. Oh yeah. my gosh. See, it's contagious. It is contagious, <laughs> Patricia. <laughs> it's all over. Yes, indeed. So let's talk about how you've applied your art. Um, because you've you've done it in these all these creative ways, right? Like each time I see an Instagram post of yours, I'm like, oh my gosh, how did he even think about that? But it's it's such a cool application of art because I have this traditional thinking of art as just a painting, right? Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. just something on a piece of paper or canvas. But uh, I'm going to bring up your Instagram page here yeah. so you can walk us through some of the different ways that you have used art. Yes, I, so one of my favorite things, um, every now and then I'll make a post about incorporating a breathing exercise along with a watercolor animation. So for example, if you click on the strawberry yeah. in the feed, uh, maybe we could all take a moment oh, to, yes. to center ourselves and take a few deep breaths to kind of just relax. Okay. Okay, audience, let's do this, okay? Let's have a moment of meditation and breathing. Yes. Let's go. All right, so you'll just follow the strawberry. Inhale as it expands, and you'll hold for four seconds, and then you exhale as it contracts. So let's do it. Wow. All right. So we did it for about six times. And that's kind of um, the recommended amount of times to take a deep breath in and out to, wow. to really kind of, you know, settle into our bodies a little bit and just calm, calm, calm I feel ourselves. calmer already. Yay. <laughs> Give me a clap in the comments if you <laughs> felt calm after that breathing exercise. <laughs> Let's see those claps uh, pop up on the feed. <laughs> So that is one way that, that I love to apply it because I, I have been, um, I'm, I'm not like a meditation teacher or guru or anything like that. I just have been using this practice to help me with my anxiety and my stress levels and over mm -hmm. the years. Um, and, and I just, I love that I could, you know, find a way to maybe help someone if they're scrolling through their feed and they find this exercise, maybe they can take a moment to take a deep breath in and out and feel a little bit calmer as a result of it. Absolutely. Especially now, you know, the more and more I just, during this pandemic, I hear of the mental health challenges and just, just the total importance of meditation and gratitude. Right. Absolutely. And even just that quick moment of, of meditation, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. And very calming. Speaking of, um, the current times that is actually one of the reasons why i created my latest class the watercolor meditations that you see on the feed there as well mm, yes um, it was a, a response to just the current times because i found that incorporating art with breathing exercises was helping calm me down and i wanted to share that with others because i just i just thought that was such a powerful way to get out of our heads and onto the paper yeah. Okay. I'll play this 
And let me know if you can hear the sound. sweet friends. I'm so excited to introduce to you my newest online class, Watercolor Meditations. This class is great for anyone who wants to explore watercolors as a way to bring some relaxation and calm into their busy lives. We'll start by going over some basic watercolor supplies and then going over some basic watercolor techniques and then proceed into our exercises or watercolor meditations that will combine breathing, mindfulness, and colors for a fun and calm experience. There are over 20 different watercolor meditations for you to enjoy, and they don't require a huge time commitment, so you can just use whatever time you have available during your day. This class is super beginner friendly, but even if you have some prior watercolor or art experience, you will find some of these watercolor meditations very soothing and grounding. I hope you'll join me in the class and I'll see you there. Wow. Very cool, Volta. Oh Thank my goodness. So <laughs> oh my goodness. What do you think, folks? <laughs> just watching that video make you calm just watching it. I love how like just even just watching the the brush uh, brush stroke mm -hmm. and and even just that drop of color in the water. I is, I truly believe art soothing. Can, art can heal. You know, you just if you let let yourself experience it for what it is without trying to be perfect and, and that's one of the reasons why i created this class where it's not like we're not painting an object or you know yeah. a thing but it's more more so about the brush strokes and how how you can just experience the colorfulness of watercolors along with some deep breathing <laughs> exercises how beautiful what else have you used your art for uh, let's see. Oh, that cocktail uh, animation. If you click on that, so that is a cocktail that um, I painted during a. Um, so I have a, a weekly live show on Instagram. It's called Watercolor Happy Hour. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. It, again, it started during the p pandemic because. What else are we to do? You know, yeah. During lockdown? <laughs> yeah, just a little drink. Let's and, take the edge off. Yeah, and it. Um, I host it with my husband. He uh, shows you how to create this cocktail, and then I'll show you how to paint it. And so, what you see here is just one of the recipes um, of the cocktails that we we did one of the one of the weeks. But it's it's just been such a fun um, fun time to connect with my audience um, and our friends and just, you know, kind of spend a little bit of time each week making a new cocktail and yeah. then painting it together. See, like, doesn't that, I mean, that makes me happy just seeing that because <laughs> it's, and again, it's those bright, happy colors you use, I think, yeah. that just like brings joy. And then now I want a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh, I saw a remark from Mark. Mark, so true. Um, president Bush, after his <laughs> after his uh, stint as a president, he took up painting. I heard um, that too. Yeah. Yes. I, I I have to share this cool little story because so my neighbor across the street is a veteran and um, Purple Heart veteran, and so. You know, we're in DFW, President Bush is in DFW. And um, so he did a series where he painted all these veterans. And so he painted my neighbor. Wow. Um, so inside my neighbor's house is a painting of him um, painted by President Bush. 
Wow. Uh, wow. So talk about a retirement project. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? That's fantastic. And it's full that. of bright colors too, as well. Yeah, yeah. thanks for bringing that up, Mark. Okay. Absolutely. So let's go back to um, that. Give me a second here to turn that off. Okay, tell us what else you've done with your art. So you started with, you've used it for meditation, mm -hmm. um, for breathing exercises, for uh, cocktail happy cocktail, hours, yes. live happy shows. Hours. And another way that I do applications of, application of art is um, through brand activations. So if you scroll down just a little bit, oh yes, the avocado right there. So. Um, I created this as part of, um, I guess for those who are not familiar how art plays as far as like a brand activation, you know, someone opens up a new store and they want people to come in and enjoy it. Um, the way I would, I would participate in that is I would come in either teach people how to paint something. So, you know, have an activity of like watercolors or I, I could do live painting where, um, you know, depending on whatever the product is it would just kind of give that extra special memorable thing that people could take away along with them. Yeah. And so, and, um, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's just so cool. Like, I, and that's why I love your work. It's so it's a piece of art you painted it, but then at the same time, you're giving some information, right? So the benefits of avocados Yeah. and then you animate it and then it becomes a video plus your art, plus educational tips. <laughs> it, it's all in one, which I love. Yeah, so I know we'll probably be talking about this a little bit later about content creation, but this is just one way that I love to repurpose content. Mm, yes. So this avocado absolutely started as, you know, a piece of art that I actually have on my wall right here behind me. Oh, yeah, hold on. <laughs> let, me, let me zoom in. <laughs> Point to it again. Right here. Oh, there's her <laughs> avocado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. But um, I, I just, I'm constantly on a mission to make gifts relevant in a way where, you know, how can, how can it be used? So one example we saw, you know, is meditation, you know, taking a deep breath. And this, this is kind of more of an infographic type of feel where it shows you the benefits. And then yeah. um, a lot of other ones that I do too is showing... Actually, Quick, Voltec, because oh, yeah. I saw Chuck says he wants to see the bird on the sushi roll. Oh, yes. Where was it? Yes. Did I pass? Uh, if you scroll up, up just a little bit. There's a... Oh, there. there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Chuck, this one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so wait for it. Wait for it. That's great. Just a little bit of humor to make someone's day a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then I love like, you even like yeah. animated the eyes. Oh, good one. I'm glad you caught that, Chuck. Thank you, Chuck. That is one of my favorite animations, I think, just because just I, I had complete fun. I was like, I don't want to be serious. I know this is food and a bird is on it. It's already like not, you know, realistic. <laughs> no, but it's, it's eye-catching, right? And then you, again, like you just brought a smile to someone's face. Uh, Jason Hopper says, I want an avocado now. Yes, oh, right? Yes. They're very good for you. Lots of health benefits. Yeah. <laughs> he says, as the person who can barely draw a stick figure or basic animal, this is absolutely blowing me away right now. Super cool. Oh, thank you yeah. so much. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Chuck, it's because he loves sushi. <laughs> so I love sushi eye. too. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's go on. So we've had breathing, meditation, uh, the cocktails, the cocktail. Yeah. What a, and, oh, and the recipes. So one yes. another way that I love to apply watercolors and animation is to show um, a recipe. Uh, like recipe steps, like how, how would you prepare it basically? So that's one example of how um, the different ingredients of assembling a, a salad. 
Wow. So do you paint in layers then? I do. Yeah. A lot of my um, illustration work that, you know, isn't art to even put up on a wall is just like little random bits of lettuce leaves, chickpeas, <laughs> olives, olive slices. It really just depends on the recipe, but I do have to uh, um, illustrate in layers and then assemble that in After Effects. Oh, yeah. And see, I can totally see like restaurants. And I think you have some restaurants that are your clients, right? Yes. Yeah. That hire you to just kind of assemble maybe different dishes that they have. Yeah, absolutely. Right? One of my clients, uh, she has a weekly kind of recipe that she shares with her audience. And my job is to bring that illustrate or recipe to life with, you know, illustrations and then animations. So it's, it's probably one of my favorite art applications. And honestly, Fanny, I always get hungry when I work on those. Yeah. So I have to make sure I <laughs> eat a lunch. Right? <laughs> well, now I want a Caesar salad. So. <laughs> oh, is Velvet Taco one of your clients? Yes, yes. So I did a series of gifts for them. Oh, my. Velvet Tacos is probably my favorite tacos in all of DFW. <sighs> I don't know who else who else loves Velvet Taco. Say Velvet Taco in the comments because it, they just have the most creative tacos. And, and so I recognize beautiful. the one on the left. It's their um, fish and chips, yes, right? With yes. the mustard. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, I fell in love with their tacos a few years ago. I even, um, I, I was going to Toastmasters at the time. I even wrote a whole speech about going to Velvet Taco and enjoying a taco there. Like I am, whenever, like you, you can imagine, I was fangirling a little bit when they were like, hey, do you want to do some gifts for us? And I was yeah. just like, it would be an honor. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Just, I mean, it, it blew my mind. Like I, I still remember when I saw some of this stuff, just how you've basically combined traditional art, which is just, not just, but a watercolor painting. Yeah. And then you combine it with the digital side of things, mm -hmm. right? You animated yeah. it, you made it into a GIF. How did you, how did you put those two together? Yeah, so I'll be honest, uh, it was about three years ago when I started my entrepreneurial journey. And I, at the time, I didn't know exactly the direction of my art was gonna take, but I started noticing because I was spending a lot of time on Instagram, <laughs> A lot of time yeah. I was noticing that yeah. videos uh, were becoming a lot more popular. So, you yeah. know, and, and that was the content that people preferred to watch anyway. And so that's when I started to think, well, how can I make every post, everything that I post be a video? Um, and, you know, I, I, I've seen a lot of other watercolor artists and I was thinking, well, how can I make my art be a little bit different? Like, how can I just make it a little bit more fun and in, in, in that way where it's like moving around. Yeah. Um, and so with, you know, eventually lots of trial and error and figuring different programs and digitizing the artwork, I kind of found my way into a process where um, I just started making these animations and it's, it's been so fun. <laughs> yeah. And see, we have a lot of Velvet Taco lovers. Yes. <laughs> Jason Hopper, Chandra, <laughs> uh, Chuck, Gabriel, <laughs> Yolanda. Hey, Yolanda. She says, Volta, your art Aww. is so innovative. Thank Love you so it. much, Yolanda. Right? <laughs> oh, gee, gee, you have to go. You have to get a Velvet Taco. Okay, Absolutely. so there you go. <laughs> Everyone's talking about it. You have to get one. You now. have to. <laughs> oh, I love it. Now, a lot of times we think of art as we have the stereotypical image of the starving artist and toiling away and waiting for somebody to, mm -hmm. to buy their art. And um, But you've come up with like, a lot of different ways to monetize your art, right? Yeah. Tell us I, about that. I've had to get creative um, because, you know, well, first of all, I'm, I'm very grateful for the internet because I think and nowadays it's a lot easier to 
be a successful artist in the way where you know you can actually pay your bills <laughs> um, because there's so many opportunities and so many different applications like I've just shown a couple yeah. um, so there's lots of ways to monetize art whereas before it was just you you were dependent on galleries on like the representation of right. you know someone saying oh this is good art so one way that um, I found success in was uh, doing brand activations Mm, and kind of okay. like I mentioned before, um, a lot of Let those me pull were, up your website. Here. Yeah, uh, a lot of those uh, were typically, you know, I'd be brought in to do live painting on the spot. Um, and then so, for example, I did a, I did a couple where it was um, an alcohol brand and they were serving uh, cocktails. And so as as the people that were enjoying the cocktails, you know, learning about this brand, I was painting the exact same cocktails that they were drinking. And so also on the back of that watercolor piece, um, they had printed stickers with the instructions of how to make this cocktail at home. Oh, brilliant. So, so, so it wasn't just like, you know, you, you get to go to this event, try a new brand, some cocktails, but you also get to walk away with a piece of art, you know, something unique. And also yeah. maybe it'll inspire you to make that. And a recipe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A recipe. Exactly. <laughs> Using their, their bottle of alcohol, right? Yeah. 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 And it, it was just, um, I, I hadn't heard of live painting prior to someone just asking me if I was doing that a few years ago. And I kind of, you know, figured some, had to also, again, trial and error, trying to figure things out. Um, but I found that it was such a nice way to elevate an event or not necessarily just elevate it, but, but like have that little moment of a memorable activity that kind of makes the yeah. brand stands, stand out um, from, from their typical events. Well, it's multi-sensory, yes. right? Like one thing, even from my training background, right? It's always about getting everyone's senses right mm -hmm. so you have the visual which is the watercolor and everything around us um in the brand education and then you have the they get to touch and feel it right and paint it yes. <laughs> and uh, and like you know um hold the glass in their hand and then there is the like uh taste also mm -hmm. right they're tasting something yeah. so it's like all these senses are all going at the same time and then it becomes a experience right absolutely yeah oh we have a question from chuck he asks volta do you do this all on your own or do you have a team i am a one woman show <laughs> <laughs> at the moment yes love it yes <laughs> love it love it awesome um and then tell us more what were the other applications oh, yes. or how uh, you've monetized your art so the other component of what I do is offering workshops. Um, so I've done uh, quite a few. It, I either partner up with a business or um, like a corporate client brings me on to do like um, like a self-care type of activity for their team. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, just basically taking the idea of watercolors and making it super accessible for someone to just have a little bit of like a moment of creativity, just kind of reset. Wow, yeah. Jennifer Beats, <laughs> you're in the audience. I know you're, you're a big advocate. She's a big advocate of um, meditation and mindfulness yes. as well. I think you'll, you'll love this, Jennifer. <laughs> yeah. and me too. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the, the Watercolor Meditations is one of the recent workshops that I've been offering um, for mm -hmm. various clients. And again, it, it just featured in Dallas Observer. Yeah. Wow. And it, people just seem to resonate. Um, whereas, you know, uh, we're spending so much time on our screens right now. Oh um, that I think having something like this for a, a, you know, a group of people or even just individually, like you can yeah. still have a little bit of that you know, tactile experience with where you get Absolutely. to play with colors. There's no pressure. It's just fun, fun all around. It is. And like staring at all this. Okay, G, you don't have to see even us that paint, like that draw stick figures. We can do this. <laughs> we can do yes. this. <laughs> yes. Anyone can do this. <laughs> oh, gorgeous, gorgeous. And then how else have you monetized your your art? Uh, let's see. I guess the last part would be the 
these gifts, right? Yes, yes, yes. My animations. So um, I create gifts for if you're familiar with Instagram stories where you can add little stickers onto your stories. So I've created like these for Velvet Taco. Um, I had so much fun. By the way, <laughs> Volta, you'll have to tell people what's on LinkedIn. <laughs> stories. I cannot believe it. I opened up the LinkedIn app and we have right. now stories on there. <laughs> right. Did anyone else notice LinkedIn stories has popped up? Because I know Trevor Houston, I don't know if he's still in the comments, but he said he noticed it. Um, and I, I I don't see it yet on my feed, but you saw it, right, Volta? Yes, yeah, I, it was on my app. Yeah, I was just so surprised and I'm so excited to, to test yes, it out. <laughs> yes, uh, but yeah, keep on going. So you're, let oh. me share back here. Yeah, uh, so I mentioned the stickers, which actually I also, um, speaking of LinkedIn, you know, if you are um, messaging, direct messaging someone and you, you search for color snack in the gift box, because you can send gifts like via direct messaging, um, you'll see a series of my, my stickers pop out and wow. you can you use them in your, <laughs> in your messaging. <laughs> How'd you get featured in gifts? So I actually, there's uh, it's a different pop. There's a couple of platforms that host these gifts, um, and I created an account and got approved to have um, to host my own gifts on there. And so, for example, LinkedIn, um, I believe it's Tenor. Tenor is the one that that grabs. That's where you host your gifts, and it grabs them from there. And then for Instagram, it's Giphy, um, and wow. Giphy is like the second largest search platform. I mean, people, it's it's like a whole ecosystem of things and keywords and content and all that. <laughs> <laughs> so so there you go, folks. You can you can make a whole career out of gifts as Absolutely. well. <laughs> yes. And I'm on a mission to like speaking of content, you know, it, there's so many ways that we can repurpose a gift. Um, I just that that's another one of my missions is to kind of find different applications of of using one gift in multiple different ways. So there's you can put it on your newsletter, you can put it on your website, um, you can put it on your email signature, and you know impress someone that way. Uh, there's just so many different ways to to oh. really like reuse yeah. that content. Absolutely. I well, I mean, I've. I got that gift from you for the watercolors. So yes. I'm in the midst of updating my website. So I'll have Volta's watercolor gifts on my website so as it kind of transitions from all these different yellow and orange colors, which are my brand colors. So I, Volta. I had so much fun printing those. <laughs> I love it. Um, so do you ever get stuck, Volta? Like, do you ever get like, you know, there's writer's block. So mm -hmm. I assume there's artist's block. Oh, yeah. All the time. How do you get unstuck when you're yeah. creating? Uh, one thing that's been really helpful for me is journaling. So um, just kind of briefly mentioned this book again, The Artist's Way. One of the, yeah. one of the core kind of uh, concepts of this book is to do morning pages. And that's Basically, the practice of you wake up and the very first thing that you do in the morning is you just write for three pages. And it wow. doesn't matter, like you just release your thoughts so they're not in your head but on the paper. Uh, and I found that doing that practice regularly really helps me get unstuck because I'll wake up, you know, whatever thoughts and anxieties I may have, I just get to write them out. And then, therefore, I, I, it helps me release them so I'm not thinking about those worries anymore. It's almost like you get to kind of dump out the negative. Absolutely, right? yeah. I, I call clear it clear your a head a brain dump because it's it's uh, really like those pages aren't meant to be perfect. You're not writing a novel or anything. You're literally just releasing all the negativity or anything that could be on in, you know in your head. And yeah. one, one of the things that I like that Julia Cameron mentions in the book is like, well, what if I don't have, what if I have nothing to write about? Mm -hmm. um, and I was totally there. I've been there. And when I, when I get to that point, I literally write 
I have nothing to write about. And I will write wow. that phrase over and over again until something comes into my head where I can write about something. Wow. <laughs> but I just I, I just like think that trick. Yes. It's, it's such a powerful way to because you know, we activate a different part of our brains whenever we write something by hand versus typing. So you have to you have to use your hand because it's it just activates a different part of you and it's movement too, right? Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. tactile and, and mm. that kind of helps too with the whole experience. And and it really it's I, I highly recommend this practice because again, it when I started it at first I had I didn't know what to write about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it could and, be super mundane things like I need to go to the grocery store. Okay, write that. But as as soon as you write it, it just feels so much better. Yes. Yeah. Jason's like that's a great tactic. Absolutely. G has a question. Yeah. Um, she said, "Do we need to be on Instagram to get the gifts? I don't have an account." Um. Let's see. But you we said have- even in our messaging. We can find yes. gifts. Right? Yes. So if you're on LinkedIn messaging, uh, there is a little gift box in there. You, if you search for, I mean, you can search any any keyword, of course. But uh, the ones that will come up for that I created are under keyword color snack. Um, mm. That's the name of my business. Yeah. Um, but um, let's see. If you're on Facebook, um, you can also add gifts to comments and even make a post with gifts as well. Um, so let's see, I'm trying to think, but I do, I do believe you have to have an account in order to create those stories and search for the gifts Yeah. on Instagram. Okay. So yeah, yes, there is, if you look on LinkedIn messaging, um, it literally has a button GIF GIF. Yeah. And so if you press on that, you'll see that inside LinkedIn messages. And you know, now with stories, I wonder if we're going to get gifts on there as well, which yeah. I'm very, very excited about. Oh my gosh, <laughs> stories is going to change LinkedIn. Yeah. It really will. Yeah. <laughs> For all those that thought LinkedIn is all buttoned up and corporate, it will, it will liven it up for sure. I love it. I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, awesome. So thanks for that tip. So oh. you... You create, obviously, on your Instagram, like Mm -hmm. tons and tons of content. And I'm a huge advocate for content. I'm always trying to get my audience to create content. How has it changed your business? And how has posting on social media brought you, you know, leads and, and monetization? Honestly, Fanny, I would not have a business were it not for the content creation. Mm. <laughs> I don't know else how I would meet people. <laughs> I mean, you can go to events, uh, you know, network and, you know, socialize in that way, but it, you just cannot reach the amount of people you can with social media. Um, and so I, I actually have, well, like my, you know, serious career background is in digital marketing. So uh. I always knew the importance of content because I, I worked with it. I, I saw what it could do for different businesses as I was working mm-hmm. at different agencies. Um, and so kind of carrying on that idea, uh, whenever I started Color Snack, I knew that I had to, you know, be active on a couple of platforms, um, creating different content. Look at you, Dallas's most gifable artist. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yes. Thank you. Um, and then I think I, like I mentioned, it may have mentioned it before. My favorite part about content is the idea of repurposing it in so many different ways. So, like a piece of art can be, you know, an animation. It can be a sticker. Place like cards. This. Look at this. You used it for place cards. Yeah. So uh, during one of my workshops, the in-person workshop. Can I play this? Yeah. Let's play absolutely. This. Can you hear the sound? Yes, I can hear it.
my gosh, I could watch this forever. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got caught up in it. <laughs> Thank you. But that's, that's another example, actually, of um, application of art, because for uh, all my in-person workshops, I love doing place cards with people's names. So it's just it makes the experience a little bit more special because you get to see your name. And then, of course, it's accompanied by, you know, whatever the theme is that we're painting. So in that instance, we were painting watercolor cocktails. I know it seems like I'm, I'm very much into cocktails because <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. But, I am too. <laughs> but they're they're so beautiful, Fanny. They're colorful. They are. And I just want to paint all of them. <laughs> and actually, it's it lends itself well because the watercolors. I mean, water's dripping down, yes. so then the the colors bleed. Yes. So it, it's perfect for yes. watercolor paintings. Absolutely. Thank you for saying that because yeah. I. I am that is that is one of the things that I really love about it because I I'll see a, a photo of a cocktail and I'm like oh I need to paint that look at those colors it's like a real watercolor already <laughs> wow now you have a podcast as well right yes yes like, I do and and I love the purpose of your podcast right just mindset tips and advice for creative entrepreneurs and artists so what are some of these mindset tips. Yeah, so my podcast is called Art, Snacks, and Affirmations, and I created it as a way to help other creative entrepreneurs and artists to build a resilient mindset, um, only because from my experience with being an entrepreneur, I've just seen it, it is such a roller coaster of emotions um, that if we don't, you know, prepare ourselves mentally in a way that, you know, kind of helps us whether the the storms it's just not going to be a sustainable career path yeah. um and so let's see a couple of tips that uh i like to share on there um i have a couple of just a few episodes that i, I just started but one of the ones that i am i really strongly just i i know it's i know it's a mindset tip but it's actually um the physical health so I, I strongly believe that our bodies and our minds are connected. And so if we dedicate a little bit of time to uh, working out, you know, on a consistent basis, it can trickle down and just help us, you know, get those endorphins and mm. have that motivation to keep going. Because a lot of times uh, we'll just get tired, we'll get burnt out, and then you can't run a business that way. It's, it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. I've had days like that for sure. Absolutely. Um, and, and another thing I think most common is uh, paying attention to our thoughts. Um, so I know it's impossible to always be positive because uh, there are a lot of negative things happening in the world. But if there's a way, you know, whatever negative thoughts we have about ourselves or our abilities, if we can challenge them, if we can reframe them, um, I think it just can help us build that kind of growth mindset where it's not necessarily about, you know, this, we didn't stop here, like we can continue to evolve. Um, and having, you know, feeding our brain with positive messages will only mm. make that easier. And personally, I, I, I like I like positivity because it feels good, it feels much yeah. better than staying yes. negative. Absolutely. Um, and it, it just helps us take positive action. So positive thoughts help us take that positive action. And then, you know, in the end, we get to change our life in a positive way. <laughs> yes, yes. See, you're you're impacting others as well. Nettie says, uh, great conversation. Thank you both. Nettie is you, from Nettie. the Fort Worth Chamber of Commerce. Oh. So thank you for joining us, Nettie. Uh, Chuck, great show. Thoroughly enjoy your guest, Volta, and her Thank content. So yes, oh. for sure, for sure. Gee, stunning, gorgeous work. Many congrats, not only your success, but on doing something you love. You found something you love, <laughs> and you're doing it for a living. I mean, that's like the goal, right? That's yeah. the life purpose. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you um, so much, Gee. Yeah. And so as we kind of wrap up, I mean, the hour just flies by. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it always does. Um, I wanted to kind of ask you, Volta, mm -hmm. what I, I love to practice gratitude. And I think right now more than ever, mm -hmm. um, what are you grateful for? 
I am grateful for the health of my loved ones. Honestly, mm. I just, I think there's nothing more important. Everything else will sort itself out, but health is something we can never take for granted. It's, yeah, I just, I'm so grateful and I treasure it with all my heart. <laughs> and then what would, what would be a life lesson that you've learned along your career? Yeah, uh, let's see. I think it would be learn to rest and mm. not quit. That mm. was something that uh, just I couldn't comprehend a few years ago because I thought I had to work all the time. I had, you know, I had to, if I didn't see results right away, then something was wrong and I had to put in even more hours. But it, you know, good things, they just take time. And, yes. but we must rest in order to see those things come to fruition you know it's it's just um a part of a part of life is i think scheduling rest in order so that we can keep going oh perfect lesson yes (laughs) indeed so for those of you out there go have a cocktail or sushi or taco have a rest (laughs) it's the end of the day and uh, as I wrap up, I do want to share with you all uh, next week, I will be featuring Brian Wallace. For those of you out there that don't know him, definitely connect with him. He's part of my creativity and business series. He does infographics for a lot of Fortune 500 companies. And so he's basically combining digital art with research and analysis and then putting it together in these infographics. So you definitely want to tune in if that is of interest to you. It's just a fascinating talk of left brain and right brain coming together. Um, And uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Thank you, Volta. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, for those of you out there, connect with her. You can find her on LinkedIn, but you you just have to go to her Instagram. Oh, at thank Tyler's you, everyone. Pat. Thank you so much, Fanny. I so appreciate you having me on your show. And everyone's so sweet with their comments. Thank you, everyone. So much. I have a great audience. I love them. <laughs> They're amazing. And I just want to wrap up and share with all of you, don't ever ever forget to shine your light and share your message and share your voice, express your creativity, express your truth. And I hope you'll do it through video. Keep shining and keep creating everyone. Bye now. Bye.